Hey, y'all. I am, you are, we are Tripping with Trip. My podcast to you from Central Texas, the third coast. Welcome back. In the last episode, we left off celebrating New Year's Eve with friends and founders of Habitable Spaces, gleefully unaware of the circumstances that would bring us back together only a few short months later. My return to Texas in March was greeted by a growing pandemic with possible quarantine. I hightailed it to Habitable Spaces and Shane and Allison welcomed me with open arms. Still not knowing any details like how long this pandemic would last, I began recording my new life as a farmhand with computer skills. The farm started introducing me to the community as the new IT guy. Eventually, the reality of a possibly serious long-term pandemic and lockdown set in. I became acquainted with some of the Kingsbury folks helping out with farming and planning for a local farmer's market created in part for quarantine. One of the first Kingsbury locals I met was Mayor Shirley Nolan. She talked about the Germanic heritage of her family and of Kingsbury. Apparently a Brit with the last name of Kingsbury, the town's namesake, went to Germany and passed out flyers in certain towns encouraging settlement in Kingsbury, which he described as the land of milk and honey. That's when Shirley's family immigrated here. Turns out Kingsbury was a bit of a shyster. And when the German immigrants got here, they arrived in the middle of a godforsaken, snake-infested, barren desert because the area had been experiencing about a five-year drought. But they stayed anyway, many of them not by choice, but because they didn't have the resources to get back. Shirley gave a very enlightening talk about her family's history here and is full of Central Texas trivia. She and I spoke on and on about the history of Kingsbury, and she was full of knowledge about its history as a train town as well, which is fascinating. Shirley recently acquired and is restoring these gorgeous historic buildings that were dilapidated and on their way to being torn down. Shirley is a fun, fabulous firecracker, but definitely in command. In the interview, we talked about the incorporation of the city of Kingsbury, the first city formed in Texas with an all-female government. The interview took place in one of the first farmer's market formed in response to the COVID pandemic, which may underlie most of this podcast. A train line and the trains go by regularly throughout the interview, which you'll hear. It's fascinating to hear Shirley talk about how each conductor puts his own accent on the whistle, which is a language all to itself. Here's Mayor Shirley Nolan. All right, so we heard him honking uh, coming across here. What did you tell me about that? I couldn't catch it with the noise and stuff. <laughs> so there's an etiquette. There's a, there's a, a language train, they speak. Yeah, guidelines, I guess, that as a train comes to a, a crossing, they have to honk. Well, if you listen, it's always two longs, a short and a long. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, some of them have a little flair to it. Some of yeah. them it's much more... 
uh, I guess business like uh, business like so fun. It's a language, and all the I whistles guess. are different. The horns are all different. Some of them are just uh, mind blowing loud. Oh, I've noticed some and, of them drive the coyotes crazy. Cry, yeah, what <laughs> some is of them that? Are, you can hear them for a long ways away. Yeah, yeah, phenomenal. The historic downtown provides a beautiful backdrop for the booths and vendors who have come to set up their wares and interact with their neighbors. The Kingsbury Farmer's Market in full swing has brought life to this once sleepy downtown. Mayor Shirley and I discuss the new events and changes brought to the community and downtown Kingsbury. Well, what do you have um, in mind for Kingsbury, the future? How, I guess, how is the quarantine? Is it going to affect you at all? Have you even thought about it? And how can we get in touch with you or study you if we want to know more about Kingsbury? Uh, the future of Kingsbury is very much what the people here want it to be. And most people here are live here Um because either they've done it for generations or they got here as soon as they could. And they like it the way it is. That's why they live here. Mm -hmm. And they don't have any, uh, they don't want to see it change. Mm. And it's certainly going to change some. I mean, there's yeah. no, we're not in a bubble. Mm. Um, even with the, even with the coronavirus, you know, we're not in a, in a bubble. Uh, no. We're safer You're than to be where you are. Right, we're a lot safer than, than we are um, if we were living uh, where we were around a lot, a lot of people, a lot more of the time. But yeah, um, so we're we're yeah we're in a good position for you know riding out a, a virus pandemic situation. So what kind of change do people see that they're kind of resistant to, like the whole Airbnb thing that's happening in so many places? Or is there any change happening out here that people are resistant to yet? Or do you see it coming other than the Seguin incident? Yeah, there, there's not too much in the way of, of changes that they're that are happening that they are uh, not so much in favor of. They don't want a lot of of buildup out yeah, here. People right. like their gentrification like, is a big thing for a lot of cities. People like their space out here. Yeah. Um, How are you doing anything to safeguard against that or talk there's, about it? We have had discussions, but we are very much of a mind that most people around here are. Are they want their space? We don't want to dictate to them how they live on their own land. Mm -hmm. And there are some opportunities to do some planning and zoning to ensure that that stays the case, um, so that we don't have someone put a uh, dump in the middle of downtown or something. I mean, like yeah, something, we've but had that. but. It's a difficult road to go down because you don't want to, again, dictate to people what they do. do on their own land. Yeah. I can see a place like this becoming like a, a central tourist destination. It has been in the past. Yeah. Uh, it's so well there were certain and so beautiful. There were certain uh, uh, locations here that were a big draw for people, you know, uh, 
there was uh, there was a restaurant down here called Ray's Cafe that people would come from Austin mm, to come yeah, yeah to come down to because the um, journey is just as beautiful as the destination yeah. from so many places and there's been a lot of small towns in Texas that have had that somewhat renaissance or have had that type of of resurgence in their popularity so there's always that that possibility Kingsbury, a town with such a long history in rural Texas, has a future of being shaped in the present. Every event, festival, farmer's market draws the community in closer and closer. Shirley manages the weekly Kingsbury email newsletter, sharing information and updates within the community. I just love them. I just love the people and I love the the feel of a community like this it's um in the historic uh, areas down here and then i've got this project going on with these uh trying to restore oh, rehab done. it was so amazing these buildings seeing them all and then, painted for christmas all right. the lights were on right it right. was really fantastic yeah. to see. and it's it's one thing to restore the buildings but then you restoring them for a um, in order to use them. Yeah, for a purpose, and a function, want to use multifunction. Them, right. Yeah. And With the right kind of people doing the right kind yeah, of things. Yeah, and I want, and I want for them to it. be able to service the community. So we're wanting to have a, a store. We, we had a store. We've always had a store in the past. And last few years, we haven't had a store here in, in town. So yeah, we're going to have nice. a store. Great. Um, we're going to have like a general store type yeah, thing. Yeah. Excellent. And Maybe we're going to have farmed it, you know, like local farm. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. Some local people around a local produce. And, mm-hmm. um, and then we, the uh, large building that we have, uh, we want to have, you know, a dance hall and event space, mm-hmm. you know, for people to get together and, and then uh, a little place to eat. In yes. uh, one of these buildings, so. And you've got a big backyard here. Yeah, it's got a yeah. lot of potential. We thought about a beer garden. Yeah. Uh, in the back oh. there, so. I think people would come from all from miles around, uh, and, and another fun part of it is just the people you interact with. Yeah. So a lot of it is for really for the people in our area mm-hmm. uh, to utilize, and then there's uh, uh, some of the space would be. Uh, potentially a draw for people outside of our community. For the yeah. weekenders. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, day trippers. <laughs> the Pieta Terre people. The, yeah, the day trippers. There's yeah, a lot of trippers. there's a lot of day tripping, you yes. know, in Texas. That's a that's a fun thing. Yeah. You know, and one day that stuff will come back. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I really like the idea. Well, we might a lot of people are appreciating places like this more yeah. and more. So I wish you guys the best of yeah. luck. Yeah. Well, thank you. All right. So people want to know about you. It's what? Kingsbury.com or Kingsbury, Texas. Kingsbury, Texas. Dot uh, org. Dot yeah. org. Okay. Great. Um, dot com. We'll get there also. Yeah. And you do uh, fall harvest uh, for the community here. That's here. Is it fall right, that's here in year? downtown yeah. at the tree. We have a tree growing, a large oak <sighs> tree. It is iconic. Yeah, so usually you just tell people, well, it's we're having something down at the tree. Excellent. And everybody knows what the tree is. Yes. So. It's um, good. So we are, yes, we have the Fall Harvest Festival. Excellent. Um, the Volunteer Fire Department has a huge barbecue where we swell to, you know, couple of thousand people or something oh, great. Um, for that, for their fundraiser. 
Um, and you've got the Kingsbury Aerodrome as well. Is that Kingsbury Aerodrome? Can just yeah. Visit or yeah, there's okay. a museum and and uh, the Pioneer Pioneer Flight Museum. Excellent. And so then, a lot of very historical um, airplanes, aircraft and aircraft and vintage hangers. auto automobiles and automobiles. World mm. War One French ambulance and Fantastic. a lot of a lot it's like of being on a movie set. It is hangers. kind of like being in a movie set. Well, this is too. And they're working on a buildings. historic. A uh, hangar that they purchased, a really? World War One hangar. Yeah, they're working on that. Uh, we have the Kingsbury Opry. Uh, mm-hmm. When that, when the virus situation is is yeah. uh, and died we can down, have we have events. Yeah, we have the Kingsbury Opry every Friday, and um, right. and then once we get our buildings um, up and running, we'll have uh, yeah event space I just here in downtown. Wait. You can see people's eyes light up when they see the inside, and their yeah. jaws literally drop. Yeah. We call it the wow yeah. factor. Yeah, in it's got a little bit of a wow factor in there. Really ignites people's imagination. <laughs> I can't wait to see what happens here. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's gonna be got fun. Tons it's gonna be a really enjoying. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a, a a new chapter. Yeah, for sure, for, for all of us. Yeah, yeah, and I wish you the very very best. I'll oh. be keeping very. Very close tabs. Right. I'm in love with the area. Oh, good. Shirley, I cannot appreciate. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you giving me so much of your time and well, letting us use these buildings. This. The yeah. farmers market has been a raging success. We didn't get to talk about that, but really excited for your entire community here. Yeah, that's great. It started as kind of a thing for a pandemic where people could come and not have to go to a crowded grocery store or deal with a curbside pickup where you couldn't get a slot for a week and a half. Yeah. And uh, and they've learned a lot by by doing this. It's something we've always wanted to have as a farmer's market. Hmm. And it came out of necessity because of the virus situation and uh, certainly learned a, learned a lot Tons. about what people are interested in having and using and and uh i bought some red okra today so i'm gonna grow some red okra it's so exciting i just can't tell yeah kingsbury with as much history as it has is still a newly incorporated town becoming independent from the jurisdiction of the surrounding bigger city was a desire of nearly the entire community of kingsbury By a near landslide, the community voted to become incorporated in May of 2015. Included in this historic decision was the election of an inaugural city council led by all women, including Mayor Shirley and Habitable Spaces Director Allison Heinemeyer. Well, let's uh, back up to your mayorship. So um, am I correct in my understanding that Kingsbury is a newly incorporated city? And did you have something to do with that? We incorporated in May of 2015. And yes, I was part of the incorporation committee that worked to get the word out about incorporation and becoming our own actual city of Kingsbury. And so we were... Uh, a a fairly good sized group of people working on that, and uh, and what prompted to, you to do that? What the, was the need? The need was that the city of Seguin, uh, ten miles away, had done some uh, illegal annexations, and so uh, the city of Kingsbury was actually in what's called the extraterritorial jurisdiction of Seguin. And uh, it all happened uh, 
without our knowledge. And we had some discussions with the officials in Seguin, and they were wholly unwilling to release Kingsbury from their ETJ. What's so, an ETJ? Extraterritorial jurisdiction. jurisdiction. So huh. it's kind of a bubble. So they uh, tried to annex you and take you over. Well, they had annexed the uh, just the asphalt of I-10 and just the asphalt of of uh, the tollway. You can do that? No. That's the illegal annexation part. And because of that, like I said, it's kind of a bubble around your city limits, and the bubble has a particular size depending on your population. So, uh, and then they also did a, what they call um, executed development agreements where they forced landowners in the area into these uh, quote agreements. They're not much of an agreement. Uh, where they could be part of the city limits now or in 15 years. And then you have three times to renew that. So they nobody <laughs> agreed to be part of Seguin now. These are all people that live in Kingsbury. Mm, okay. and so, so you rose up, I guess, huh? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. And then so Seguin said, oh, even though they've all elected to defer, uh, we're going to count that as our city limits also. And so their bubble, again— went even further and and uh so this all like i said happened before without us knowing about it there's no uh, notification of something like that and it happened uh over christmas uh one year and so in order to protect our community protect our heritage protect the uh, landowners in our area, we decided to incorporate. So a lot of that was just getting out the word because uh, 90% of the people just could not believe that Seguin was uh, through our town, actually, yeah, and, as their ETJ. very so, bold. Yeah, so we essentially drew the line in the sand when we incorporated, and our, our city limits actually goes along that ETJ bubble. Hmm. And... Um, um, and Order. then we've, yeah. Uh, so, why? So, how did you, how did you think to do this? Did you research? Do you, did you have inspiration from friends, or did you there just was, know the yeah, there was a couple of people who, who got wind of of what was going on, and before that, I couldn't even, I couldn't spell ETJ. I had yeah. no idea what an ETJ right. was, yeah. and uh, they. Uh, Got wind, like I said, got wind of what was going on and what had what had happened, unbeknownst to us, and they started with the uh, looking at what our options were, and incorporation really was the the option there, hmm. and so we uh, formed the Kingsbury Incorporation Committee, the Kick, and um, and our big. Uh, challenge there was getting the word out because mm. we're not a large community. We're mm. a rural yeah. community. Yeah, a lot of ranching. A lot of ranching. Living far apart. Living far apart, mm. head down, working, right. mm-hmm. 
people get together uh, at our annual uh, yeah barbecue for the fire our volunteer fire department and they get together in in church you know local churches other than that it's not a uh, we don't have uh, a lot of places where people you know gather in large groups especially the people that are you know, um, not here in the city proper. Mm-hmm. And so getting the word out to the people on the ranches and what was had actually happened. And even when you explain it, people really, it just really couldn't sink into a lot of people yeah, that it's hard they to were wrap part your of, mind they're like, Sagina is 10 miles away. And we're like, yeah. yeah, I know, but this is what they've done and look at it on a map from above right, and you'll see right you'll see that your property is mm-hmm. under control of of Seguin, 10 miles away yeah. and uh, so Ooh. well that uh, sounds like it kind of brought you together then for it the did it very and, like, much it right? very much brought That's us amazing. together it Excellent. did And that's when you became mayor. That's when I became mayor. Yes. Have you ever run for office before? Is no. this the first time? No. What's it like? What was it? Are, are you are you glad you did it? What? I am so glad I did it. It has been so rewarding. It has yeah. been such a learning experience. Like I said, I'm in IT hmm. and doing Probably something like to have. yeah yeah it has been. Yeah. yeah, I'm also I'm webmaster for the for the Kingsbury website. So oh, learned nice. how to, yeah. I had never done that before. Learned Juggling how to do many that. hats. You're like a small business owner, uh, kind yeah. of, aren't you? Like an entrepreneur in a way. Yeah, it was. Hmm. Uh, it's so different from anything I had normally done. And I at the time I was also president of the auxiliary for the fire department, and. So I've been doing fire department stuff and I've been doing my work in IT and then but to be a city official uh, is a completely different planet from mm. from uh, what I had been uh, I can living before that. Are you talking to other mayors? Is it mainly very just your much. own community? Yeah, other, very much. You know? It's... Um, uh, talking to other elected officials, and um, I've been to a lot of conferences, and there's uh, uh, some organizations that offer like small city clinics and small city conferences, which is really works for us better. Um, you know, something like you know, uh, shirts or San Antonio. Their challenges are really different from our challenges. And a lot of what they are involved in you know, does not pertain to a rural community like yeah, ours. That's another thing is you are truly rural. You're not even okay. close to suburban. No, here. no. Yeah. We're not a suburban area. Be, are, are you ex- the exception to the rule in Texas? or how? There are a lot of us there. You're a lot of us. Um, and... A lot of small cities have been working to uh, uh, collaborate and kind of band together um, because we do have different challenges than a, than the big cities do. Oh, yeah. And part of ours is is getting the opportunities that we can get. Mm. Um, we do have opportunities out there, but they're so. Um, a little knowledge about how to 
uh, get togethers, uh, you know, and and get that information out to to these small community mayors yeah. and small community city councils that uh, working with other other mayors who have done the same thing or have worked on this mm. has been a big a big uh, boost to us, and yeah. we've been a boost to others. Yeah, because so we've learned, learned. You exchange ideas. You yeah. learn from each other's mistakes. Right. Things you've done right. Right. You, oh, that's interesting. Well, we had to do that in our case because uh, we for for about a year and a half um, we were the newest city in Texas. It's amazing. Uh, and you were an all female government at the time. We, we were. We've uh, from what we. Uh, have been able to ascertain, yeah, we were the first all-female inaugural city council in the history of Texas. That is amazing. Uh, history in the yeah, making. Yeah, it was history in the making. It really didn't Very even occur exciting. to us until it was brought up that uh, someone had done the research. And uh, By the way, ladies, did you notice? Well, we're a rural community. We got strong ladies <laughs> oh, around here. believe me. I yeah. know. I'm loving yeah. it. Seriously. And, and um, we... Um, have had to learn how to start a city. Yeah. And most most other uh, city council or elected officials that I've met have never had to start a city. Right. It's a whole different set of challenges that they have do? never what, had what to was the fir- experience. Uh, like what are your areas of focus or what were some of the pitfalls or what are some of the pointers you have for anyone who might be doing something similar? Well, the first thing you have to do is get a stream of revenue and we did not want to have property taxes Mm. but we still need to have some revenue because we still have some expenses and we still have some services that we want to provide we're a very self-sustaining self-sustaining community yeah self-sustaining that seems to be very a big much goal here, which so. is why so, we're here at the farmer's market and right people they're not looking to the city to uh, provide them uh, services yeah they've right. they've been living fine for 150 years out here without generations uh, like right your family. generations hmm. and uh, but there still are some services that we need to provide we do have um, you know, grass cutting, you know, on the sides of the road and make mm-hmm. sure that that's taken care of and brush cutting <laughs> on the sides, yeah. on the sides of the road. And, and, where um, do the kids go to school? The kids are in different school districts. We had a school here in Kingsbury, uh, many years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was absorbed, uh, by the city of Seguin, our Seguin Independent School District, Jeez. the Prairie Lee independent school district and the Lurling independent school district. So uh, the kids go to um, one of those mm-hmm. okay. one of those areas. Uh, so yeah, you, you have to there are some services that you need to provide and one of them is um, uh, like I said, mowing. There's uh, you have to have a, a mailbox. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have to pay right, for that. Just the basics that yeah, you don't really think about, right? Yeah. And then there's our we have to be bonded. We have to get bonds. We have Ooh. to have insurance for the city. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to have a number of, of things that, that do cost. There are some memberships to organizations that are prudent for us to, to join, and that costs money. And so you do need a stream of revenue. And yeah. uh, we did. Uh, we who do have a sales tax mm-hmm. uh, in the city of Kingsbury and a one and a half percent 
Are you kidding? It's one and a half percent sales tax. It's it, well, that's cute. Right. <laughs> that's that's the maximum that you can have oh, oh, is one okay. and a half percent. Oh, I did yeah. not know that. And uh, you can have up to two percent if your county in Texas mm. does not have its own sales tax, but Guadalupe County, which we're in, does. So okay. the max that we could uh, get is one and a half. And you want to do that really uh, because there may be some other, there could be a library district or a hospital district or some other kind of taxing district. Mm -hmm. If they come in, then you will never, if they come in for 1%, you would never be able to get that 1%. So you, the mm. max you would ever be able to get is a half. Right. So you've been doing this since 2015 and you're meeting a lot of people in your community that you didn't, you haven't met even though you're from, oh, yeah. what, three generations back? Yeah, uh, I'm a fifth generation. Fifth generation. Kingsbury. Yeah, my family. So what are you going to do with all the new social? Are you getting together and talking about how you envision the future of Kingsbury? It sounds like you've got some interesting things going, like the Kingsbury Exchange, for example. Yes, the Kingsbury the Exchange Market. Club. You seem and to we be have very active. You've uh, purchased this main downtown group of buildings, which I have to say is one of the most visually stunning, <laughs> fun, authentic pieces of history that you can see in Texas. And it's a former train stop, is it? Or? Yeah, we had a depot right right over here. Yeah, uh, We actually had two depots many, many, you know, 100 years ago. We had a, a freight depot for cattle mm -hmm. and yeah. then we had a passenger depot. And for the longest time in the 18, mid 1870s, uh, Kingsbury was the last stop on the train. Um, oh, okay. Because you guys are at the highest point here. We're Is the highest point between San Antonio and Houston. And yeah. Houston. So you can do the gravity just kind of like your train. Yeah, I had an uncle that down. was a, a train engineer, and that's what he said is is that once you get the train to Kingsbury, you could coast into uh, San Antonio or coast into Houston. That's amazing. Uh, so we're a highest point up here. Yeah, we're the highest point. That's amazing. So we're um, we're uh, in a good spot. I think yeah. we're in a great spot here. Well, you seem to be extremely well located, um, kind of an e equal distance between Austin and San Antonio. But you also have Luling and San Marcos and a lot of the mm -hmm. um, the other smaller, some of them university towns, some of them a little more tourists. Mm -hmm. You seem to be in a really great spot here since I've been coming out here to the farm since um, like eight years ago. Um, things have really kind of started coming closer to Kingsbury, I've noticed. Yeah, Guadalupe County is one of the fastest growing in Texas. Is it really? Yes. Where are people coming from? What are they doing? Why are they coming? A lot of it is on the other side of the county um, mm -hmm. because of growth out of San Antonio. Um, but people are coming here from all over. Yeah. And it's just, you know. Um, That's great. It's just. So, uh, drawing people here to this area. Yeah, they're really attracted to it. A lot of people mm -hmm. are coming from big cities and so mm -hmm. they wouldn't go back at all. Mm -hmm. um, does it get kind of isolating for a lot of newbies out here? Um, or do people miss interaction? Mm, I don't think so. No, it's because because uh, we are a community. Yeah. We're, yeah it, we have a... <laughs> Once a year in my area, we have what we call a block party. Oh, and fun. it's about, yeah, but it's about a 25 square mile area well, because our block that's is like, blocks yeah, our Kingsbury. block is, a, is five miles. Those are miles. ranch blocks. Right. It's that's ranch funny. blocks. 
and we exchange information on uh, oh, that's gotta be fun. brands what are brands so if someone sees your cows out or what kind of horses you have or uh, dogs amazing. or yeah it's uh, so we have that information and we share that and so if you see a, a, a draft horse out you yeah. kind of like oh who has draft horses in this area oh okay let me, <laughs> here's their number let me give them a call so you're all, all kind of talking to each other and you're in touch and do you have a central mail like email system or anything uh yeah, well, we do have a email newsletter that goes mm-hmm. out once a week. Yes, I like your notes on the moon. Cycles. Oh yeah, it, That's cool. it includes yeah the different full moons. I think this past week was the full flower moon. Flower moon. Did you see it? Yes, I did. <gasps> it was awesome. Out here are mind blowing. Yeah, they are. The they nighttime are great. and the sunsets are absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah, they're so great. Bright. And mm. so, and then we usually in the newsletter we usually have a little thing of. Kingsbury past mm-hmm. and uh, you know from newspapers uh, talking about Kingsbury you know from the like late historical. parts of the 1800s to early parts of the 1900s and yeah it's I really saw interesting the, the part where you posted the church and the parish picture of the house right yes. down the street that yes. was saved by farmer will yes record yes for you. yes and uh, yeah, oh, cool. and then yeah. So there's uh, there's newspaper articles of Kingsbury Pass, which is fun. And fun. then also, um, my aunt is a, a fairly prolific historian, not only for the family but for the area. And she has a lot of old uh, pictures of Kingsbury, and that's where a lot of those come from. And then um, uh, friends and cohorts of hers. Uh, have also passed on some pictures and and uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, the one today, the newsletter today was the it was the Kingsbury School in the uh, late 1800s. Ooh. It was right down here. Yeah. It was you know of course dirt roads. It was where the Methodist Church is now. Was the original Kingsbury School from 1879 to 1917. Amazing. And it's a picture, and they're all in these big prairie bonnets. It's like Little House on the Prairie. It is very much, literally, it is. is And they're all and they're all holding drawings, and everybody is very stoic looking Mm -hmm. because you know taking a picture in the late 1800s that was very serious business. Oh yeah, you had to stand still for like five minutes or something like that. And uh, so that's yeah one of the pictures that we we have and so cool <laughs> now we have the good train's gonna come by yeah the road we mentioned we railroad and here they come this, but i don't know maybe we uh, just tripping down here without reservations without knowing its destination but now he's here but not quite clear just what he will do Some friends from Habitable Spaces Said come on over to one of our places So we jumped right into Life on the farm Hey, don't you fly too high Everybody's gotta have some time to cry Hey, don't you fly too high You'll find your place in the sky Hey, don't you fly too high Everybody's gotta have some time to cry Hey, don't you fly too high You'll find your place in the sky 
place in the sky. 